Gemma Dale. Flexible working. How to implement flexibility in the workplace to improve employee and business performance. Narrated by Morag Sims and Marston York. The world of work is always changing. These days, holding everyone to the same old 9 to 5 schedule is as outdated as an office filled with rotary phones. To keep your company at the cutting edge, it's time to explore the world of unconventional scheduling. In these blinks, you'll find an overview of the dynamic world of flexible work, discover the diverse setups available to today's organisations, and see why adopting new habits results in happier, more productive employees. Along the way, you'll pick up practical tips for trying out flexible working in your business. Blink one of eight. Picture a busy day in the city. A young father drops his two kids at daycare and heads to the office. After four hours, he picks them up and ends the day working from home. Across town, a young student finishes a 10-hour shift. She'll only work four days this week. Meanwhile, her neighbour, a senior executive, hasn't been to any meetings for weeks because she's busy pursuing some hobbies. Each of these individuals is approaching work in a different way, but they have one thing in common. Each is an example of successful, flexible working in action. And they're all doing work that lets them balance their professional and personal lives without sacrificing productivity. The key message here is, adopting flexible work practices helps businesses and employees. Flexible work is any type of working arrangement that is not the on-site, 9-to-5, five-days-a-week norm. By ditching the standard 9-to-5 model, employees and employers get to adjust when and how work gets done. It could mean putting in longer hours for fewer days, teleworking full or part-time, or just working select hours in the gig economy. Some of these practices are as old as work itself, while others are made possible by new technology. In either case, the idea of flexible work is becoming more popular. Some studies report up to 87% of employees saying they'd prefer to have flexible work arrangements, and research in the United States has found that 35% would even change jobs to get it. So, why is flexibility so attractive? Well, for workers, it cuts down on the stress of sticking to a one-size-fits-all schedule. Everyone has different needs and responsibilities so being allowed to tailor the workday can be very helpful. In fact, research from YouGov shows that only 16% of workers would stick with the 9-to-5 if given the choice. Flexibility works for employers too. Study after study shows that it's easier to attract and keep the best people when you offer flexible work arrangements. Employees with more control over their hours also tend to be more productive, engaged and creative. So far, so promising. But what comes next? In the next blink, we'll dig a little deeper into what this means for the future. Blink two of eight. Imagine it's 300 years ago. What's your workday like? It's probably centred on farming. Depending on the season, a day of labour could mean anything from tilling the fields till sunset to staying busy indoors waiting for spring. What about 150 years ago? 
like many people, you've been driven to live in the city by the changes brought about by the Industrial Revolution. Instead of tending to crops and farmland, your working life is 40 or more hours a week in a factory. And today? You could work waiting tables in the booming service economy. Or you might spend all day firing off emails and having video calls from your home office. One thing is for certain. The world is always changing and work must change with it. The key message here is flexible work is the future of work. As the 21st century rolls on, certain trends are making flexible work seem ever more essential. First, the demographics of the workforce are changing. Younger people are getting hired, but older generations aren't yet retiring. This creates a mixed labour pool with lots of different needs in age, lifestyle and responsibility. Second is the role played by technology and globalisation. The internet means people can collaborate remotely, while businesses can find markets on every continent. Companies are hiring the best talent regardless of where it lives. The blogging platform Automatic, which owns WordPress, doesn't even have a central office. Its networked employees all work dynamic schedules from their homes around the world. Third is the positive trend toward greater workplace inclusivity. In the past, women were often expected to remain home after having children, cutting short their careers. With flexible scheduling, both mums and dads can arrange work to meet childcare needs while still pursuing their professional lives. For people with disabilities, flexible work greatly expands who can be part of the workforce. If an employee has a medical condition or mobility problems, Teleworking or adjusted hours mean they can take on jobs that might previously have been unavailable to them. But greater equality, inclusivity and accessibility aren't the only advantages to flexible work. In the next Blink, we'll look at some of those other benefits. Blink 3 of 8 What's the worst part of your job? Maybe it's the soul-crushing commute that seems to get longer every day. Or perhaps it's your badly lit, overcrowded office. Maybe it's just that you're always getting supposedly urgent emails, even in the evenings and during the weekend. The reasons for work-related dissatisfaction and burnout are many. Some are broad structural problems like organisation and culture, while others come from more specific or personal issues. Either way, a savvy employer wants to minimise these problems before they begin affecting productivity and experimenting with different forms of flexible working is one way to do that. The key message here is, flexible work can seriously boost worker well-being. The most effective workplaces focus on maximising the well-being of their teams. That is, they create conditions where employees feel rested and respected enough to flourish. It seems obvious, but unfortunately, many organisations ignore well-being and end up creating environments where people feel stressed, overworked and taken for granted. One major drag is the daily commute. In fact, a survey from the International Working Group found that nearly half of workers think commuting is the worst part of the day. Teleworking can help reduce this stress. Letting employees work from home, even for one or two days a week, means they can focus on the job instead of spending their energy fighting traffic or worrying about catching the train. Flexible work can also help people strike a better work-life balance. 
Currently, a third of UK workers say they can't switch off and they miss out on time with loved ones because of long hours or unrealistic expectations. Over time, this results in a toxic work environment. Businesses that give staff more freedom to choose their hours, including time off, will find that not only does their productivity improve, but workplace conflicts also just melt away. Of course, some employers worry that these types of changes will cause workers to slack off. It's a belief that stems from the command and control theory of management. This outdated style assumes people are inherently lazy and can't be trusted. They must be constantly monitored and disciplined in order to work. Luckily, this is largely a myth. In most cases, when workers are given more control, they are quite capable of motivating themselves. Blink 4 of 8 When Becky Martin founded Boo Coaching and Consulting, she wanted to help businesses develop strong leadership and reach their goals. But she also wanted her own business to be one in which people look forward to coming into work each day. That's a pretty tall order. Still, she pulled it off. With a little trial and error, Becky set up a flexible work arrangement that met both goals. Most of the time, Boo coaches can work from anywhere and set their own hours. In return, they stay in touch via shared digital calendars and meet face-to-face -face once a month to plan the weeks ahead. Of course, Boo's system won't work for every organisation. Yet, with a little ingenuity, flexible work can be successful anywhere. The key message is, you can overcome barriers to flexible work with communication and technology. While research shows there are many proven benefits to flexible work, some organisations are still hesitant to break free of the 9-to-5 mould. Sometimes, these reservations are rooted in practical concerns. Other times, the doubts are more cultural. One issue is that many organisations place a high value on presenteeism. That is, supervisors judge people by how busy they appear rather than what they actually do. In these workplaces, employees feel pressure to stay late or go to every meeting even if they're not accomplishing anything. It's an attitude that stigmatises flexible working. In fact, as many as 32% of people think flexible work reduces their chances of promotion. To solve the problem, we need better communication and education of business leaders. For one, HR managers can do a better job of emphasising the value of flexible work. Some have taken to calling it agile work because it sounds more dynamic and positive. Introducing training programmes on teaching management techniques for flexible working can also help, as can the right technology. Cloud-based scheduling software enables teams to stay in touch, while also making it easy for team members to accomplish their daily tasks. Everyone's work is seen and recognised. Video chats can also help remote workers feel connected to colleagues and managers. Try out different ways of staying in touch and, over time, flexible work will soon feel as normal as a day in the office. Blink 5 of 8 For more than 140 years, Zurich Insurance Group has offered quality insurances from its headquarters nestled in the Swiss Alps. In that time, the company has grown from a small organisation to an international beast with more than 55,000 employees. Obviously, a lot can change in 14 decades. 
And yet, one of the biggest changes came recently. Zurich started experimenting with flexible work. At first, it was offered only to select employees. But the trials were so successful that the company expanded the programme over and over. Today, more than 72% of Zurich's workforce is flexible. If an established, huge organisation like Zurich Insurance can adapt to flexible work, surely anyone can. It's just a matter of taking the right approach. The key message here is any workplace can become flexible by following a few simple principles. There are six foundational elements needed to establish a flexible work setup. First, organisations must make flexibility the default option for all their employees. Flexibility shouldn't be a reward for good behaviour, but just the way things work. This means offering flexibility to both senior managers and entry-level workers alike. Second, organisations should explore flexibility in all its forms. Some jobs, especially knowledge work like accounting, engineering or writing, are well suited to remote working. Other roles, such as nursing, catering and construction, are not so easily done at a distance. But these workers can still enjoy other modes of flexibility, such as staggered or custom scheduling. The third and fourth principles are around workplace culture. Organisations must build a high-trust environment. People should be encouraged to work without constant monitoring and supervision. Businesses should also help managers by setting up specialised training focused on the challenges of flexible working. Things like how to track progress and build rapport with remote workers without relying on face-to-face interactions or resorting to micromanagement. Fifth is the importance of putting effective policies in place. This means creating clear guidelines on how work is set up. Your organisation should have easily understandable rules around schedule changes and flexible contracts. Sixth and last, businesses must invest in the right technology. Adopting flexible work often means updating internal systems and giving people new hardware and software. Don't skimp on these features. Having the right tools is essential for making a smooth transition. Blink 6 of 8 Happier employees, more productive workdays and fewer mornings stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Flexible work seems to offer so many benefits, you're probably eager to adopt it right away. So why not start tomorrow? If only it were that easy. Unfortunately, you can't just snap your fingers and make flexible work happen overnight. In most cases, adopting a flexible approach means upending systems that have been in place for decades and retraining dozens or even hundreds of people on new policies and expectations. To avoid chaos and conflict, it's best to approach the transition to flexible working with a clear strategy. The key message here is avoid headaches by carefully planning your transition to flexible working. The first step in adopting a flexible work regime is to carry out a company-wide assessment to see how prepared your organisation is for the process ahead. You'll want to learn about people's attitudes, what goals management has for the transition and what resources are available to help you make the change. Once you have a handle on the current setup and a general idea of what you want to achieve, prepare a step-by-step roadmap for the shift toward flexibility. To do this, 
set out a series of short-term goals using a SMART framework. This means creating milestones that are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. For example, you could aim to have a specific number of employees working from home by a certain date. Don't overreach. Sometimes it's better to begin with a few small pilot schemes to perfect your approach and iron out problems. Choose one department or role to test out your new strategies. As you run through various trials, carefully track what works and what doesn't. Collect data on things like productivity, absence rates and costs as well as honest feedback from staff. After all, maximising their wellness is a central goal. Along the way, you'll need to keep actively communicating with everyone involved. Don't spring any big changes without warning. Instead, offer regular updates about how the moved flexible work is going and give a detailed timeline of the likely changes that are coming. Workplaces are a community effort, so having everyone's input will keep your business running smoothly as it changes and grows. Blink 7 of 8 OK, it's time to talk about something that no one likes but everyone needs. No, not exercise. We're talking about something much more humdrum. Paperwork, rules and regulations. These bedrocks of work life are not especially exciting, but they play a crucial part in all well-functioning organisations. Running a company without written policies and procedures is like building a house without blueprints. Eventually, the entire thing could become unstable and collapse. This is especially true for a flexible workplace. When everyone can shape the boundaries of their work, having clear guidelines around the process is essential. The key message is, flexible work relies on having crystal clear policies. So, why are written regulations so important for a flexible work environment? Well, for one, it ensures that everyone is on the same page. Many workplace problems arise when management, HR and employees don't line up around their expectations and routines. Put all your company policies into one easily accessible document and you'll give every stakeholder equal access to all the essential information. What kind of policies should you write out? Almost all of them. You'll want written documentation that covers everything from employee scheduling and performance reviews to how to handle promotions and transfers. For instance, how many sick days does each worker get? How far in advance should someone ask for holiday? In some countries, these conditions are written in law, but it's smart to have them in your own internal documents as well. Some policies are especially helpful for flexible work. If your team can choose their own hours, you may want set days or times for recurring or mandatory meetings. Or you might have set rules for communicating. Things like certain times of day to check in. Or a rule that supervisors are forbidden from calling workers after certain hours. You might even come up with guidance around specific events like childbirth or sickness. While HR departments are responsible for creating and updating these rules, they shouldn't do it alone. To ensure your policies are effective and fair, make sure to get input from all the people they apply to. And try to avoid overly complex or legal language. Even the best policy will fail if no one understands it. Blink 8 of 8 Let's say you're a typical office worker, maybe a programmer, marketer or graphic designer. 
one day an email arrives in your inbox. In big capital letters, the subject line announces, Flexible work begins tomorrow. Do you feel shocked, confused, apprehensive? Hopefully not. If your employer did things right, you'll feel nothing but excitement and optimism. You'll know exactly what flexible work means for you and your role. You'll know where to go, what to expect, and who to contact if you have problems. Obviously, this is the best case scenario, but it won't happen by chance. The key message here is make your flexible transition run smoothly by planning ahead. Finally, rolling out a flexible work program at your organisation should be an occasion for celebration. Your workers will be gaining more control over their routines and reaping the rewards of a better work-life balance. To ensure this day goes as smoothly as possible, it's essential to make sure that, leading up to your launch, everyone understands what's happening and what to expect in the future. Communication is vital. Ahead of time, all employees should be given clear instructions about how the change will affect their work. If they're being given flexible hours, they should know the ins and outs of scheduling and how to share their calendar. If they're working remotely, they should feel comfortable with any technological requirements. They should also understand the limits of their flexibility so they don't have unrealistic expectations. You'll need to use multiple approaches. Make information available in a written handbook, or even better, an online wiki or intranet, so people can search for policies themselves. Consider having pre-launch meetings as a forum for people to ask questions. And remember, you might get negative feedback. Be prepared to respond to criticism with convincing arguments. Of course, the communication doesn't stop after your launch. Listen for feedback about what's working and what isn't. Create open forums where workers can share tips, give advice and help each other out. And, importantly, if you can, be sure to promote any success stories, showing how things have improved with this new way of working. If you've carefully thought through every aspect of the change, there should be lots to choose from. You've just listened to our Blinks to Flexible Working by Gemma Dale. The key message in these Blinks is that many companies are stuck in the default model of work, keeping their staff in the office five days a week, working 9am to 5pm. Yet mounting research shows that increased workplace flexibility brings great benefits. Things like more job satisfaction, better productivity and a more engaged workforce. To get flexible working going in your organisation, consider what approaches are best suited to your goals. Then work with all stakeholders to come up with a pragmatic plan that everyone can sign on to. Here's another piece of helpful advice. Win over your key sceptics. In many workplaces, a handful of senior workers hold most of the institutional power and clout. It's these people who can make or break a successful flexible work transition. As you begin exploring flexible working, be sure to win over these leaders. If you can get them on board, the rest will surely follow. Have you got any feedback? We would love to hear what you think about our content. Just drop an email to remember at blinkist.com with flexible working as the subject line and share your thoughts. <laughs>